Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry. Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry is the head pastor of Royal Palace Chapel Assemblies of God, an anointed, energetic, and practical teacher of the Word. This servant of God will inspire you with the practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. I want you to talk to the Spirit of the Lord to teach you his ways right now. Tell him to talk to you. Tell him to let the word be a blessing unto you. Tell him to show you the next level of your life. Pray for understanding into the way that is about to be released tonight. Thank you Lord Jesus. Rabaro sebere prebentele Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Eshada. Eshada, thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seat. Wow. We bless God for the opportunity to come before the presence of the most I go. Clap your hands for Jesus for what he has done. Amen. The grace of waiting. The grace of waiting. Everybody in this life is waiting for something. And in life, even the enemy is waiting the day you get broke. When you go to Acts the chapter 23 verses 12 and 13 Acts 23 verses 12 and 13 The Bible says when it was this certain of the Jews banded themselves under banded themselves banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they will not neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. The word till means they are waiting till the day there's disaster and their plot will strike. Till they had killed Paul. So even the devil is even waiting to end lives, to make sure that no one succeeds. As so even the devil has a waiting spirit to wait until the disaster will strike. But we pray that no evil can wait on us to dishonor and to destroy us in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for each one of us that may our waiting be kept in a place where God will prosper and enhance us as never before. May we be empowered and established in the blessings of the Lord. Shall they believe it? Amen. The church. May the Lord help us to wait. What does it mean to wait? In this word of exhortation, it is not about waiting to get something from God, but waiting on God to become like Him. I'm talking about daily progressive growth to become like him. 
daily progressive growth to become like him. So one, to grow like God. And the other side of the waiting is to to have your expectation come to pass. One, you grow in order to become like him. Yeah, daily practicing and seeking and searching and hearing and praying and fasting to have the full image of who God is or Jesus is. The other one is about waiting to have your expectation come to pass. So there are two dimensions of the waiting that prevails in any born again believer's life. Number one, we wait to grow like God, to become like him, to to, de- to become like the full stature of Jesus. The other one, we wait to have our expectation come to pass. The question that I want to ask tonight is that, what are you been waiting for? It is a special type of grace that everybody must walk through when it comes to our normal life Abraham and Sarah waited before God after they have received the promise that they would give birth to an inherited child and by that child he will be a covenant career to accomplish the plans of God but they waited and 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 and nothing seems to happen in that period of waiting Sarah brought a recommendation and suggestion. Now since we are waiting and I am old, I am out of womanhood. I'm no more going through my cycle. I'm no more like the way I used to be when you got married to me. Where I have gotten to, I can no more give birth. So let me recommend one of my ladies to you so that you can lie with her and she will give birth and that child will become my own. In the olden days, when you have a slave, whatever achievement the slave have is belong to you. Babies, gold, diamond. I quite remember. I had a story. One day, when a teacher always instructed students to go to his garden to go and wait for him and his farm, and he gave instruction, very strict instruction. Now, whatever they get from the farm, they should bring it to him, the teacher. So they sometimes they go, they get snail, they bring it, mushroom, they bring it. And they get uh, this thing, <laughs> uh, grass cutter, they bring it a lot. Foodstuffs. So one day they happen to jump on a very huge python. And one of them said, this is snake, we can't give it to it. He said, he said that whatever we get in this farm, we should bring it to him. So they killed it, put it in a sack, carried it on a, a stick because they were afraid, and released it into the kitchen of the master and went to school and told him, We've brought a nice meat. Today it is a heavy and lofty one. Where is it? So we, we just put it in your kitchen, and the master appetite grew up, ready to go and massacre the big meat. He called some of his teachers and they went. They set up fire. They are about to, you know, do justice to that. So he called out. He, he wanted to go and bake the thing. When he touched it, the thing was heavy. 
So he called about two of them and they came around. They carried it in a sack. And they opened the tied one. So they, they, they decided to turn the bottle, the, the, the sack upside down so that they can hold the bottle. So that whatever is in it will drop. Ladies and gentlemen, they lifted it up and the dead python dropped. You can imagine what will happen. I don't know where you will run to. Everybody, one of the teachers, almost a week he couldn't come to school because he was so much terrified in such a way that. So, sometimes you might be waiting for something, what you have been waiting for will be something that you don't expect to happen. Everybody sitting here is waiting for something. Our waiting is our heart expectation. We are looking into the face of God to do unto us. And that is what I want to teach you tonight. When you are expecting something from God, you don't offend him. And I want you to write it down. When you are waiting to have your hope come to pass, you don't offend God. You don't sin against God. You don't offend God. You don't sin against God. When you are hoping and waiting before God, secondly, that I want you to note down, when you are waiting on God, you don't stop serving Him. You do not stop serving God when you are your heart expectation is on God. You don't reduce your love for Him because your service, your righteous living, and your love for Him is your connector to receive whatever. He has planned to do it unto you. When you reduce your love and your service and your relationship is mild, negatively, it's a total disconnection from the answers you have been expecting all this while. So there are many people in the church, they are expecting so many things that the Lord should do for them. But that grace to wait is not available. For that matter, they become like Sarah by going for alternatives. When you do so, you can never have the blessings of the Lord made available for your life. Shout a better, a better. I don't know whether we should say amen or no amen. John 5 3. John 5 3. The book of John, the chapter 5, verses 3. So don't, don't reduce your love for Him. Number 4. If you're expecting something from the Almighty Father, make sure. You do what he has instructed you to do. It is by doing what he has asked us to do that he will do what we expect him to do. When we do what he expects us to do, God will do what we expect him to do. May the Lord bless us. And may he help us so well in such a way that our life will be gloriously receive what we are expecting him to do unto us. How many of you are expecting something from the Lord? Everybody. Me, I'm number one. What am I expecting? I'm expecting to be raptured. Today, I saw one of the most popular American preachers. 
one of the most popular American preachers. Now he's the one who is trending more than Joel Austin and the rest. One of the most popular. Most what? Most popular. He's not trending. He said he got he got his impartation from Catherine uh, Coma. And this is what he said that Jesus for a thousand years will come, will still, Christians will still be shouting that Jesus is coming again. But there's nothing called rapture and there's nothing called the coming of Christ. So if anybody is waiting to be raptured, there's nothing that exists like that. Because Jesus said that John 17, he prayed that the church should be one. And the church is not one. And for that matter, Jesus is not coming from a taunted church. The church is divided. The church is distorted. There's too much confusion in the church. And there's too much sin in the church. Because of that, we'll keep on shouting rapture, 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 rapture. There's no rapture that is coming from anywhere. And there is nothing like being raptured into heaven. The heaven is what we are living on earth here. And thousands upon thousands of people have gathered in a stadia. Not a stadium. A stadia. And they were nodding their head and clapping for the message. Please, the day you hear me preach this message, don't wait for me to finish the sermon. Pack your things and leave. And the message has trended. If you look at the number of shares, the comments, and the number of viewership, it's all almost getting to a million. And when I check the comments, it is few that goes against what he's saying, but a lot agree with him. And his strongest point is that Jesus is the bride. Uh, the groom and the church is the bride. So if a bride is not being prepared for the groom and the bride is not ready, it means that the groom will not come. What a fake demonic teaches. Do you think Jesus is coming for assemblies of God? And it's not coming for the church names. He's coming for those whose temples are ready. And the temple of individual is the church. I am, I am, it, it sounds very convincing. And I saw many bishops, you know, they are what, Facebook, there's a comment. They say, you are telling the truth. Somebody say you are on point. Another evangelist something, something from another country say, ah, what a mystery. You see, anybody who confirmed this message has a sin attached to his life. He said, we'll keep on shouting and shouting and shouting and for a thousand years, we'll keep on shouting the same thing that Jesus is coming again. There's rapture. 
So there are people expecting to be raptured to heaven. Heaven is already filled up and packed, and there's nothing there that nobody is going in there. So we, they should forget about it. I wish I would get you that this thing and play it for you to, 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 to listen. He doesn't even deserve my TV. I'm, I'm saying this to you so that in case you come up because the way the message is trending, maybe you jump on it. Do not, he's a black American, do not follow any teachings that you have not been taught in your church. Because no matter how your mother and your father is, they are the components to make you who you are. Shout a better amen the church. I felt very bad. I used to listen to him small, small. But upon this message that I jump upon, it is very, there is a man of God called David. David Viga. When you close go and search for him, very holistic man of God. Powerful. Filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Yeah, listen, he has short, short, short messages that when you keep on listening to them, it will empower you in your spiritual life and it will help you in addition to what we are teaching here so that everything will work it better for you. Amen. When you marry a husband, it's not only you that cook for him. Restaurants will cook for him. Watches sellers will cook for him. Street vendors will cook for him. So many, but but it is all to make sure the person becomes strong for you, the wife or the husband. So in as much as we prepare, we make sure that other men of God are also teaching something dimensional that we need to give attention to adapt to whatever. No parent can teach a child to write waik when he has not registered them in the school. So no matter how you are taught, you must still have a school that will serve as a channel to register you to write. Don't, don't, don't accept individual registration. Except it's coming from an accredited institution. Amen. So in, the, in, in this lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, of heart, of wedded, waiting for the moving of the water. They were waiting for what? The moving of the water. And an angel. So now the verse 4 is not most important to me. It's verse 3. Every one of them were waiting, waiting for the moving of the water. Everybody in this life who is a born again believer is waiting for something. And in this our waiting is what I've taught you these four things. If you can stay with it as you wait it will not be long. Whatever you are waiting for will be in your hands one day. Whatever you are waiting for what is the importance of waiting? Isaiah 40, the verses 31. What is the importance for waiting on the Lord? When a man waits upon the Lord, Isaiah 40, 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So number one, when you wait upon the Lord, your strength is renewed. Your strength is renewed. And I'm not talking about strength to walk or strength to work. And I'm not talking about strength of vitality. I'm, I'm talking about the strength to keep on trusting in God. 
without fainting. The strength to focus and keep on trusting him without fainting. Praise the Lord. So these are the strength that come to you. So your strength is so as long as giving the message Bible and let's see how he puts it. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They get what? Talk to me. They get what? They get what? So people who don't wait on him, like every blessed day you are coming to church, you are being pumped and loaded with God's word. It refreshes you. It opens your eyes. It makes you become outstanding person in life. It establishes your faith to be a personality of honor. It keep on blessing your life, progressing you. It keep on knowing God more and more. So when you wait upon the Lord, the Bible says your strength is renewed. You get fresh strength. Take me back to King James. You get fresh strength. So they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Number three, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They mount up with wings as eagles. They mount up with wings as eagles. It means that when you wait upon the Lord, you have on ending flow of power. On ending flow of what? Power. Your power does not end. You saw higher and higher and higher. Why is the prophet through God using the wings? Because any eagle that saw, soars towards God. So it makes us respond to God better than anything in life. When we don't wait on him and we wait on men, we will respond to men. We will go towards men. But when we wait upon the Lord, when we saw her, we, we don't saw to men. We saw to God who carried the answers to be given to us. So, waiting upon the Lord gives you the ladder to climb faster and higher to God. And the more you get closer to him, the more you become of him. the more you become of him. So when we say they renew their strength, they get wings, they, say, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. The power to go closer to God. The power to move faster towards God. And the power to also get closer and closer to God. So every blessed day, what you are waiting for must rather push you towards God, but not from God. Let not any human needs, let any hope that you are expecting to be done by God, rather push you from the presence of God. Rather, let those demands that you expect God to do for you, rather pushes you closer to Him. I'm the one that have the answer. It is when you come closer to me that I hand over what you need into your hands. But if you are not coming towards me, but you are rather going towards another direction, it means that you are waiting all right, but you are going to places with no answer. So they that wait upon the law, they mount up with wings as eagles. So you get the power to get the closeness to God as never before. So I normally say challenges are very powerful. They are good. Many of you, I did not be one or two challenges you have. Seriously, you wouldn't have been even in Christianity. Or becoming too much committed 
to the things of God wouldn't be made available for you. My ladies and gentlemen, I am here to admonish you. Let your waiting on God never be on material things, number one. May your waiting on God be on spiritual things. Then the material things become second. I think all the messages that keep on coming has to do with it centers around how earthly things are now taking attention and drawing us from the presence of God and allowing the devil to be closer to us than God. Jesus has saved you. Why are you not closer to him? But you are rather closer to something that he never asked you to get closer. So they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And I've told you that eagles don't soar on the surface. They soar higher on the highest altitude. And they are the only animals, no matter the altitude, they, soar, they can soar higher in such a way that they will lose the power of oxygen where there's no breathing yesterday they can soar. They soar very high. And where is God? God is in heaven. So if you can get wings with no weak wings, it means that your, your, your hope by waiting will give you power to get closer to God. And by getting closer to God, your heart answers will be delivered. Whilst I was dressing, the Spirit of God was talking to me about something that when you wait on God, we have not done anything yet. Since the day Adam fell, God has still been waiting for Adam to return and he has not returned yet. So calculate from the day God made Adam in chapter 3 of Genesis Adam fell. Till now, the lost Adam has still not returned. When will the Adam return? It is the day that the final judgment will be set in place. And all those who have the image of the first and the last Adam image will not have the permission to access the eternity. And the rest who still succumb themselves to the first Adam by the nature of the devil will go to where the devil will go. Jesus died 2,000 years plus ago and he has still been sitting on one chair waiting for the day will come and take us home. So your waiting is inconsequential compared to the one who is waiting to come and take you home. And in his waiting, he is still working. The number one working that he is doing for us is intercession. Our number one prayer warrior who doesn't go for break, he doesn't sit, he doesn't yawn, he doesn't sleep, he doesn't slumber. Every blessed day from the day he ascended to heaven, He's sitting on the right hand side of God, interceding for us. Yes, sir, he appeared to many people in dreams and visions. So, how can one Jesus sit on the right hand side of God, doing intercession, and at the same time he appeared to people in visions and in dreams? Can I shock you? The reason is that if the first person that received Jesus had the power to accept Jesus in totality, then there will not be any Jesus again to be accepted as a savior. Now I'm the one that accepted Jesus first. So after accepting him, 
Nobody has anything. Jesus is not this one. Now when you pick it, nothing will be there. He is a public good. Public good is something no matter how you consume it. It doesn't get finished. It's like the sun. No matter the number of people that will be birthed on earth, it, doesn't, it cannot reduce the power shining of the sun. So no matter, no matter the number of people that come on earth, all those who are, who are dead should come back to life. And they occupy everywhere. And there should be not be any tree or any plant. The sun will not reduce the power of how it shines. Darkness will never reduce itself. And the daytime will never reduce itself. And the earth will not shrink. It will not no reduce. Because all those who came to live on earth are dead and they are still buried to the earth. And the earth is not complaining and we are still giving back more. So today we have many Jesuses inside born again believers. You are a Christian, 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 you are a Christian. So everybody is Christ. But still, he is still on the throne. So if Jesus can distribute himself equally in anybody, he can as well reveal himself to anybody at anywhere at the same time without losing any power. Yes. Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Shout amen in the church. So, if you are waiting for him, he has the power. There is no waiting that wait, Lord. If you wait on men, <laughs> you will not even get one feathers. Men will keep on disappointing you every blessed day. But if you wait on God, either becoming of him as your first spiritual priority, and the second is to bounce your hope on him that whatever you have committed into his hands, he is more than able to do it for you. More than able. More than able. Everybody is waiting in, in life. You are waiting to be raptured. You are waiting to be sanctified. You are waiting to be holy. You are now working on yourself to make sure that so many nonsense will stop out of your life. You keep on grasping and focusing and listening to God's way. That a time will come that you don't feel the things that you used to feel. A time will come that powerful things will be working in your favor. That Christianity will become a loving thing, not a hateful thing as you see it now. And the moment is now. So grab it. And don't let anybody tell you that thousand years will go and come. We will be still be shouting, Jesus will come, Jesus will come. And, and, and Jesus will never come. What a demonic, antichrist-centric message. And thousands upon thousands, almost a million, have agreed to and you have liked it. The devil is able to spread his evil news. But the news of Christ, even born again believers will not promote it. So, mount up with wings. Today is the first day you have understood this mount up with wings. How many of you? Yes. Today is the first day. Mount up with wings. Dimension. They shall run. They shall not be weary. You wouldn't get tired of bouncing your hope on God. No discouragement. 
When you wait on God, if it is genuine waiting, you will not feel discouraged. You will not grow weak. You will not feel disappointed. If really your waiting is on God, you will not feel disappointed. But if your waiting is not on God, but it's on men, I say, one, one of your eyes is looking at men, and one of your eyes is looking at who? It's looking at God. But can you do that? Okay, everybody, please, can you please lift up one of your eyes, your right eye. Use your right eye to look into the heavens, and use your left eye and look to the, to the ground. So can you please go ahead? No, no, do it. Just try. You don't say it's not possible. Try. I have some money here. I want to give it to you. Yes. Who's the What are you doing? Yes, anybody. Yeah, Pastor, I'm waiting for you. It's not possible. At the same time. So my money goes entirely in my pocket. It's not possible. So many people think that they are they are waiting on God, but really they are waiting on men. So when men are not giving them the answers, they stop prayer. When men disappoint them, God has disappointed me. When men fail them, God has failed me. When men don't give them what they want. So it really, born again believers seems to wait on God, but they are not waiting on God. They are waiting on men. Because for God, he does not disappoint. God is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he says this one today. Tomorrow he says another. No. But for men, it is always disappointment. Jesus said with, with men, all things are what? Impossible. But not with God. For with God, how many things are possible? So I want you to shift your focus from men. It's a special type of grace. Not many wait on God. In this Christianity journey, not many do you know why we wait? We, we seem to wait on God, but we are waiting on men. Do you know the reason why? Because we don't see God, we see men. So the reason why we seem to wait on God, but yes, sir, we are looking to the faces of men to see whether they will do whatever they wish to do for us. Is because we don't see God. We don't really hear from the Holy Spirit. And we don't know what is actually happening with this God, whether he's dead or alive. Whether he is angry with us or he will, maybe we pray. Somebody say, I've prayed. Any kind of prayer, I've prayed. But now I don't know the kind of prayer. So somebody will call say, Can you please show me how to pray? I said, Which prayer? He said, I have done everything possible to, to say, can I, can I shock you small? You don't use prayers to take something from God. Prayer builds your relationship with him to get power to be like him. And as you continue to talk to a man, if he has something good, you are the one he, he downloads to. This I say we should ask. We should knock. 
and we should seek. This three dimension, these are all waiting words. Jesus cited a parable of a widow who went to a judge to advocate for her. The judge didn't fear God, neither regard, have any regard for any man. But the widow did what? Kept on going until the spirit and the soul of the judge became so weary and he was at the point of death. And one day he thought that even though I don't fear God, I don't regard any man. I must avenge this woman so that he will stop coming to my house trying to kill me. And Jesus said the same way when we also go to God, we pray consistently. When we are waiting and the thing is not come, we will keep on going until we get what we want. What are you expecting from God? What are you waiting for? Is there anything you are trusting God to do for you? Let your waiting not be on men. Stop looking to the faces of men to give you what you want. Trust in God. Don't put pressure on men. Put the pressure on God. The lifestyle of Jesus proves that prayer is not a requisite to get something from God. And I'm telling you the gospel truth. It is the highest form to build your relationship deeply with him. Now corners on in the building here. He looks into your life, what you want, then he gives it to you. When it happens, I say, I incline my ears unto God. I cry unto him and he answered my prayer. He heard my cry and came to my aid. So the crying, if somebody say, I cry unto God, it's not just instantaneous. It was a progressive down funding connection to God. It's our God is our Father. Why must we cry, 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 cry before He gave it to us? He wants you to build your spiritual tenacity to hold the miracle that you are what you want. Because many of you, your prayer topics, you don't have the required power and the container to sustain the answer. So you need to be consistent to mature before the answer will come in your hands. Because many of God's answers are waiting like him. So if you are not waiting in the image of God, you can't carry his testimonies in your life. So it builds us up. That's why when you plug your mobile phone into your socket and it's 66%, what does it do? Does it jump to 100%? That is how it is. You need to keep on building. As, you, as long as you are plugged in, gradually, gradually, you will come to the level of 100%. Gradually, gradually. So that is what I taught you last month about consistency. You plug in today, some people, their phones are, they are so much, they have so many urgent calls on their phone in such a way that as if a kufar has given all the phone calls around Ghana to be given to him. Whilst the socket, the, the plug is being plugged, they are still making calls. One minute, it jumped to four minutes, the, 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 four, four percent, they plug it up. Seventeen, it jumped to twenty-one. They plug, so, they have never charged their mobile phone hundred percent because they are too busy on their phone. So, keep on plugging in. Your percentage level is growing until you come to the full percentage of God. Then the answer to the chargeable battery of your lifespan 
will be easily be released into your life. Keep on waiting. Don't faint. Keep on waiting. Don't faint. Keep on waiting. Don't do what? Don't faint. When we say worry, you don't get disappointed. You don't get, you don't get freeze up. You don't get a, 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 a despair. You are not discouraged. Nothing moves you. And they shall walk and not faint. The meaning of they shall walk and not faint is that if you say God is your God, you don't change it to your confession. Your faith is as strong as you started saying that Jesus is your Lord. You don't allow circumstances to change your ways. You started saying that you will build a four-story bedroom. God should help you. You will travel this thing. When life is whipping you bitterly, then you say, no problem. If God give me two bedrooms, I like it. One bedroom. Then you are reducing your life. But when you walk, you don't fit. Your one is one, your two is two. Keep on waiting upon the Lord. That is what I'm trying to tell you. How do I wait upon the Lord? In this grace arena of grace subconvention. How do I wait upon the Lord for my expectation that I'm expecting him to be granted unto me? Number one. Number one. Number one. Obey him consistently and continuously and progressively. How do I wait upon the Lord? Obey him consistently, continually, and progressively. Don't obey him one tomorrow, no. Another day, two. Another day, three, no. Obey him continuously, consistently, and progressively. Don't be a partial obedient person. And let your obedience be prompt. Don't delay in obeying. Abraham, take thy only son whom thou love. Sacrifices unto me. He wakes up early in the morning. Off he goes. No delays. If you delay, the devil will suggest so many things to you. Somebody just gave you 300 Ghana city. Somebody gave you 1000 Ghana city. Instead of plugging your tight out 100 Ghana city and put it aside, you say, I'm waiting. Let me go and buy and this thing. You give some to this, you transfer some to this. After when the money is finished, I'm not landed to 300 Ghana. Then you will check. Ah, if I take 100 cities out of 300 Ghana, it will be left with you. Next time, next time. God is if he, God, God if he understands it. You human being, you won't go to understand it. Who person I met you? God even knows that I'm in need. I have to pay my children's school fees. When you get a thousand, why didn't you pay? So prompt obedience will, 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 will help you. But if you delay your obedience, the enemy will plug in that kind of delay that you have delayed. The enemy will come in and he will turn your obedience into something else. That is one of the things God loved Abraham. He told him, bah! the guy woke up without telling his wife. Off he goes, going to kill his boy. The one, and God asked specific questions. He didn't say, give me your son. Because there were two sons. Ishmael was in the house. And Isaac. He said, which one? Ishmael. Oh, I will give him one. He said, no, no, it's not Ishmael. 
your only son, the one you love. Hey, I love Ishmael. He too. He said, no. I mean the one from your own marital home. God, you mean Ike? Or you are talking, or Eliza? Because when he was not giving back, he went to God and said, who inherited me? He said, you, you make me father of nations. Nothing seems to happen. When you are waiting, be careful how you ask, you, you ask your questions. You might end up offending him. And you might end up sinning against the Spirit of the Lord and grieve the Holy Ghost. If you are looking into God, if you are expecting something from God and the things not coming, please, sometimes, your questions, be careful. As you are going to leak all your prayer points out and all the investment and sacrifices that you have ever done towards him will be ground zero. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Me, when things are not working, I don't ask God. I don't ask him. In my personal life, I, I fear that I allow things to go the way he has said it should go. And I keep on trusting him until the answer comes. Why? Why me? Everybody is going, why me? What have I done to you, God? Am I also not a woman that you have made me? You didn't you make me after your own kind? Did I abort people the way I have never aborted any baby? You are trying to tell your credentials. Have you, have you, have you, haven't you forgotten that our righteousness the things we say is holiness. To God is no holiness. So let me tell you. The day you go to heaven, that is where you see that Charlie. We're living on refuse dump. The book that I was writing, that's where the Jesus was talking to me. He said, the saints that are in heaven right now, they are shocked. And many of them are disappointed. They are disappointed within themselves. Because they didn't know the glory and the beauty and the holiness of God. They didn't. And when they check the kind of life they were living here on earth, that they said they were holy men. And by that, people fall under anointing. People follow them. They have written books. When they check that lifestyle and they check where they are, it's incomparable. Yes, the blood has made them available in that, in that place. And they are living life of full of regrets. Because they didn't know God the way they have to know him. Yes, sir. The blood of Jesus has made it possible to shun all our weaknesses to make sure we will render. So, the righteousness of God is a gift. You don't work it. What you say you will obey in God is a gift. If it is bad, the things we do, righteousness will not be added to us. Amen. Paul said, Not by works. It's not what I want to instead. No, 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 no. It is imputed on us. It's a gift that has been given to God. Uh, given to us by God. Somebody shall, oh Lord, empower me to wait for you. So the first point, how, how, how should I, the first point is what? Obey him when? Consistently, uh huh? Continuously and what? And progressively. Don't grow to some place. After things are working better for you, then you stop obeying God. 
That's what many Christians they do. When things are going bad, number one, obedience. When things are working powerful, number one, disobedience. Watch me. Never serve Jesus with excuses with you in your life. Never serve Jesus with excuses. Why are you not coming to church? Why are you not praying? Why are you not fasting? Why, why are you not going for soul winning? Why are you not coming for evening service? Why are you not reading the Bible? Why are you not? Why are you not? Why are you not? Why are you not? Why are you not giving offering? So excuses upon excuses. But Jesus cited an example that a great man made a feast and gave invitation cards to the people, and all of them confirmed that they will come. When the due day came, the people were late, and he sent all his servants, go and tell them that what I told them that I will prepare is made available. They should come and eat. He knew their houses because he knew the records are in his hands. When the servants went, one of them said, he said we should come and eat. Go and tell him that I have bought a farm. I'm going to check it. One of them says that I'm also on a business schedule. The other one with the farm says that I have bought horses and I'm going to try them. Say, the, 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 the party is dinner. They will try auctions in the night. One of them was frustrating among that parable that I'm so sad for. Is the man who married and he doesn't have money for refreshment. A poor guy. You marry somebody's daughter with no refreshment. <laughs> and Jesus said, I don't want you to feel this grace. Bring all your guests and you, your wife. Come and fire the food. So that this is grace will be taken away from you. He said, I've married my wife, so have me excuse. You cannot come. I have married a wife. Have me excuse. Who be our warrior? No one to me and your refreshment. Before we pull him, Kakanya Faja won't You don't want. So, Go back, please. Go back to eighteen. So these are the the lines of excuses that it will it will push many never to make it away to heaven. And they all with one consent began to make what? Talk to me. They began to make what? They began to make what? Excuses. The first one said, "I bought a piece of ground. I must go." see it. Have me excuse. Who is the owner of the land? Praise the Lord. Now what I read about this one is that that master is the one this young guy bought the land from him. He has not paid. He bought it but he has no pay. He has to go and cross check it. And after he has gone cross check it, then he releases the, the shillings to finalize the, the payment. 
the owner of the land invited you to come and for dinner. You say you won't come, you are going to do so. Who are the servants and the master who will be there in the farm? To tell you the demarcations of the land that you have bought. So you will go to the, the, the farm and there's no laborer there to help him measure and show him the demarcation of the land. You see the paradox. Another one says that uh, I've bought five yoke of oxen. I have to go and prove them. <laughs> Why don't you go read it? This is not my message. These are the lines of excuses that would take many people from heaven. Many. Marital excuses. Children, because of my children, I can't come to church. My children are many. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't take them into car and bring them. If you cannot spend on your children to take them to the house of God, and you can spend on them in the morning to give them a, a feeding fee, and you give them transport fee to go to school in order to get the certificate, the gift God has given to you, you are mismanaging and misspending. My husband is a military person. He doesn't allow me to come to church. That is the choice you choose. One will tell you, don't go there. He said, I'm going to force my way. I like military man. So a prophet, professor upon me that I will marry a medical doctor. So all the guys that propose to you, fala fala, what is that? Medical doctor. sister had never married in the church where I used to be Shumum Restoration and Service of God very powerful sister and a guy traveled and came empty hand and proposed to me here it became the news spread all over the church the lady got angry sorted the guy but the guy was a very good Christian I was young. They were older than me, but I, 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 I saw it. Very good Christian. Powerful, prayerful, prayerful person. So loving. He smiles. Every day in church, dedicated and trying to force himself to come out with another business. But the lady said, I'm not marrying today. I'm not married today because some Obobu pastor has proposed to him to marry her. Elders in the church came in. This lady said, before she heard the said pastor was going to marry somebody and the guy also got offended and married another lady in the church for 24 years now this lady who was number one beautiful young lady in the church is still in the church today the last time I met her, she has grew gray hair and her beauty has demonstrated. And her eye, which was white, is now bleeding. We see the eye very reddish. Meanwhile, they were always Friday doing honor waiting on God for a husband. When the husband appeared, it was not within the context of their measurement. 
she lost it. So when you are waiting on God, number two, you need to know the timing and the season for the answer. The timings and the season of your answer. Joseph had a dream that stars and moon and the sun will bow to him. He went on a strange land. Somewhere, somehow. He got closer to a season period where he would have sold himself. If Joseph would have slept with Potiphar's wife, no star would bow. No moon will bow. No sun will bow. Nothing. That would be zero for his life. But he said, I will not sin against you, against my king, and against my God. His brothers and sisters, no family member, he's just asleep. So it's easy to sin when no one is there and be promoted at the same time. Men would have promoted him, but his prime ministry would have been a thing of the past. So there are seasons and times. Sometimes you are in a program and the man of God is, is, is hitting a particular point. You know, this is your time. A prophecy will be released in the atmosphere. That thing will hit you. Bam! You know that ah, this thing is meant for you. When you know that the prophecy is meant for you, you don't sit by shouting amen. You do something extra. Number one, by fasting and number two, adding a sacrifice on top of the prophecy. If you leave it alive, to sleep by you and the next person behind you who will be more serious will take up the miracle. I don't know if you have been in church or online where you know that mm, this thing is what? It's for me. Why should people wait online? Next year we are not going to do so. People have to wait online. We have to ask them to sow before they sow. Every blessed day we pray a person will never say this prayer topic dear. No, something must happen. I will sow a seed on top of this prayer topic. Unless you ask them. These are the generation of Christians that have come. So when these false prophets also get hold of them, they make sure they finish them one time before they meet them another day. They will prophesy and tell you things that you want to hear and ask you to sow a seed. You won't sow. You won't sow. I said prophecies with seed sowing. Your, your, your problem will be much more harder if God is not behind the direction. Amen. Amen. And I told you that the best giving is giving when no one has called you. Don't forget the things we teach you. And let them become your lifestyle. You give your huge money when there's no revival. When there's no annual sacrifice. But we are, we are growing generation where giving in church has now become pride. Self-pride. Self-importancy. And self-recognition. $100,000 that you will stand up 
and we will clap for him. Say, clapping for somebody who is giving money for himself, not God, has no biblical support. Show me any Bible verse that says that when somebody is giving anything in church, congregation that are sitting there, they're supposed to allow the Spirit of God to talk to them, have now become clappers, disturbing their ambience to hear from the Spirit of the Lord. Hey, my boy. And minds have been grew that when we mention this amount, certain type of property they must come forward. So for them, they have scaled themselves to a certain level. But the other case, mm-mm. we mentioned 20,000 Ghana City. People in the church know that as for this person, this person, this person, this person, they will go. That mentality behind such individuals' life. These such people will never be poor. But you, poverty galore. You call it spiritual poverty by choking your life. Since you, you ascribe people that they have money that they can give big money. You are not developing any faith. Give me any Bible scripture that supports that when people are giving us of God, we should clap for them. Then the days of the apostles, they would have finished clapping by now. In the grave, they should be clapping. Because for them, they didn't just give. Nobody told them to sell their property and gave it. When they saw the value of what they have gotten, they decided to lose earthly things to gain more of Christ. And to make sure the work of the preaching and the ministry advances beyond measure. Number three. When you are waiting on God, make sure you become a servant. Serve. The word wait means you are at post for the next instruction. For the next instruction. Being opposed for the next instruction. So if you are waiting and you don't do what waiters do. You are out of your answers. Is somebody. Is somebody being blessed. Please. This message is not the punching type. This one is. We are, we are encouraging. The place is quiet. Hello. Punching kakrao. That's what the Lord said, I should, I should give it to us. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, is the final night. Please clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. You got to serve. Serve, serve God. And serve his house. When I was in Sunum, the same church, the people who committed themselves by serving in that church today, especially my, my age mate, many those of us that were cleaning the church, erecting canopies. Within our own church site, making sure that every man we remove the cobweb in the auditorium. I was the leader. 
and I had almost 46 young people behind me. Every three weeks we go and wait. We make sure that we when we finish church, we wait. The pastor and the deacons will have their meeting. And they will finish chopping their meat pie and their chicken. And they will leave their bottles and the leftover. You cannot find a grain of meat pie inside the bowl. The one go will pick robbers, biscuit, chewing gown. And every man will wash the church chairs. Every man will wash them. Every month we wash the chairs, the church chairs, and we arrange them. And every Saturday we sleep in church house so that we can have more time to do decoration, clean the place, arrange the. It wasn't plastic chair, it was later the plastic chair came, uh, the benches. The one that are broken Saturday will carry them to Carpenter. And by the grace of God, God will give me. Uh, I will use my own money to repair them without coming to the church to come and take money. Later on, plastic chairs started coming in. It wasn't that place, it was metal leg and rubber at the back and also at the, at the seat. So rubber on the seat, rubber at the back. One day when they brought it, they said we should write restoration service of God at the back. With no scorching electrical, they say, with heating with fire. Or we use some kind of dadwa. Then we do this. By the time we finished 100, our palms were blood all over. And it was 300 plus. We took our time by. We did it right away. We were doing it in pain, but we still sometimes we could wrap a napkin around our hands. When we are tired, we come, we eat kinky. Very fantastic kinky. It will give us power. Then we go ahead again. If you go to that church right now, those churches, most of the churches are still there right now. At the back of it, it has inscription, Restoration Assemblies of God Church. Amen. It is good to serve. Jesus, the people said, who be greatest? Who be the greatest? Who be the greatest? Who be the greatest? Is it, it's Peter. No, it's not Peter. It's James. It's not James. It's John. It's not John. Ah, I think it should be Judas Iscariot. He's the one keeping the money. They say, no, no, it cannot be you. They say, then who will be the greatest? Jesus heard it. It's all of you sit down. You are asking who will be the greatest. Even me, that is God. I'm among you seven. So the one who is among you that will be the greatest in life and in heaven must be among you as a little child who serves. So greatness is not acquisition of many things. Greatness lies in your ability to serve. Serve Jesus. Serve his house. And serve the people in the house. We are commanded to serve one another. True of us. So if you are waiting on God, serve Jesus well by an act of worship and serve Jesus by practice by doing something in his his house. So the serving Jesus is twofold. You serve him by act of what? Worship. And you serve him by act. One is act. A-R-T. 
an act of worship. The other one is an act of practice. By cleaning, become a protocol, become a singer, become a prayer warrior, become a media person, becoming this, becoming that, becoming this, becoming that, becoming this, becoming that. And when you are doing it, do it out of a servant's heart. Not a master's heart. God is the rewarder of everything we do. There are some people, they will clean the church for more than 50 years. Not even one grain of a blessing will fall on them. They are available to do it, but their heart is not right with God. Shout a better amen to church. What will keep me in waiting? I said these four things that we had of here. I finished the message. What will keep me in waiting? Number one, continuous staying with the word will keep you waiting. Your continuous staying with the word will keep you waiting. Because the word of God will give you a lot of promises and covenant keys. It will encourage you to show you the mind of God concerning your situation. That you are not alone. The plan of God concerning you, they are yea and amen. The promises are yea and amen. There are covenant keys that tell the righteous that it shall be well with them. He said, I sent forth my word to heal their disease and deliver them from their trouble. I am the Lord. I changed not so that the children of Jacob will not be destroyed. So when you stay with the word, the word gives you bullets to stay on top without fainting. But if, and you are waiting on God and you are not focusing by burying yourself in the word. The world will give you a message. When the world gives you a message, it will never let you love Jesus. It will rather push you to go for substitute. Remember, I always cite this example. Milo products, the tea type, the beverage, the one in the sachet is Milo product, all right. The one in the overting is also another product of cocoa. What again? Rich cocoa. Don't come there. Choco. Chocolate. What? Monita, I know That one is not cocoa. This is. Check it very well. I mean cocoa, cocoa beverage. And what again? Cocoa powder. Eh, Jonathan. When you, were, you have been stealing cocoa powder, tell me the truth. True or false? True that. But when anybody mentions cocoa powder and, and that cocoa powder, you can't steal it. When you steal, the moment you open your mouth, they will catch you. And when you pour it this way, by the time you realize that thing has flapped all over your mouth, and when you decide to clean it, it won't go. It can stay in your mouth the whole day. So when we, some of us, when we still, when we still, we drink water and some time chewing, chewing stick so that the thing can move from our body. Praise the Lord. Stay with the word. The word will give you much more hope and trust. Don't give up. There is still more God made available for you. Don't sway off. God has prosperity for you. So there are bullets that will cause you to stay focused when you are waiting on him. So anybody waiting for God to do something for you, if you don't bury yourself fully to God's word, you'll be discouraged. And when you get discouraged, 
you get disconnected from God. Discouragement is about lights out. Like a machine that is off. The power is gone. Number two, prayer. Prayer is a booster of power to keep you awake, to keep you focusing on him who carried the answers for your life. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. And I want to tell everybody in this church, make sure your lifestyle in 2023 have a spiritual plan for your life. Plan your spirituality. Plan the times and seasons you'll be fasting. Every month I will do this. Every week I will do this. Every month I will read this book. Every week I will do this. Every day I will do this. Every morning I will do this. Every evening I will do this. So when we open your diary, it's about full planning about your spiritual life because that is the most important thing. When you finish, you go to the second one. That is the earthly plans. The earthly plans depends on men to come to pass. The spiritual plans depend on God to come to pass. But if you make the one with God first, you will make the earthly one come to pass without praying for them. I always pray to God, may I never become an orator. Why I preach, I preach, I preach. People's life don't get changed. No. I'm not a lecturer. I'm a saint man of God. With a saint word. That changes heart and grow people. Shout a better amen in the church. Shout a better amen in the church. Uh, the, the, old, the, the, the old man sitting there with no smacks. Now he has been chopping money from my preaching. As he's sitting there, he's quiet like that. When I preach, tomorrow morning oh, he will sleep in the church. Tomorrow morning oh, he pick his megaphone. The message that I've preached, he takes it out. He fired the same message. And people by fault by fire give him not 20 CD or 2 CD or 5 CD. Big monies. Because the message he's preaching, they have not heard it before. So you see the cool like that with no smash. He's downloading the thing point by point so that tomorrow morning he will start firing it with his megaphone. One day he was preaching at, at Adon and the woman just sent her child to give her big money because he said the message is he has been in Pentecost for years. I'm sorry that I mentioned that church. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, he has been in a particular church for years. That message. So the time has come to this man who is firing innocently. Huge money. He didn't continue the preaching again. If I will have come to you. But I If you will have continued. He preached here, he preached here, he preached here. He's supposed to preach the fourth one. But when you saw what was with her, with him, he has to close and put the money somewhere. He was not preaching because of the the money that was coming. It was a testimony that people were testifying that who has been teaching you this message you have been preaching. Praise the Lord. The people who are at your web they say they know Jesus. When you start playing your podcast and they hear it, 
you realize that they, they will not feel fun. And they don't want to they don't want to have anything to do with what you are, you are praying. They say they go to church. When you go to some other places and you hear messages that have been preached. I've never gone to so many places, some places, maybe funeral or something, you went there. Or wedding. How did you feel? One boy told his mother, he said, the man, the man, the man cannot preach well. He told his father and mother, let's go. He, he can't preach like Papa. Five year old boy. He did everything and he was making noise. He said, Look at the scripture he has mentioned. He's not even explaining his correct. Let's go. Let's go and listen to Papa. By this time, Papa is preaching. He told the father, You see. You see, he cannot even shout to receive it. If we try Papa, he would have prophesied about three times. Five year old boy. I'm not the best, but I'm a, a best gift for you. If I clap and clap your hand for Jesus. I'm not the best. But I am the best gift for you. Amen. So wait by fasting, by prayer. The next thing, sacrificing. You need to pull all levels of sacrifices. Sacrifices is giving your highest and your best. When you turn back course, you have nothing to depend on. By availability, by everything, and the last but not the least. Sacrificing goal will give you. So add giving to it. And the last one, work for Jesus by participating in soul winning. You got to work for Jesus. The only work a man will say I'm working for heaven is soul winning. If I'm preaching, if you are singing, you are doing it and the blessing will come to you. Don't say we are working for God. The only work Jesus said we should go and work. He didn't ask us to play drums. He didn't ask us to serve communion. Jesus didn't come for us to do what clean the church, arrange the place, put on the light, be a media person. All these responsibilities we do in the house of God, they are for our own benefit and blessings. For your own. But the only work that heaven will see and reward you upon it in heaven. Nobody goes to heaven because you play drums well. Say, you have disappointed yourself. Nobody goes to heaven because you preach well. Forget about it. You can't go to heaven and say, I, I was a media person sitting behind the computer making sure the preaching is streaming around the world. You are a fake and a disappointed person. What you are doing is to your own Perusa blessings. If you don't do it well, you sack yourself from God's blessing. He's building the church. If you become a block and you fix yourself inside the building, the paint will also affect you. The plastic was affected. The air condition also cool your temperature. And the beauty of the building, when men are lifting their eyes to point it, you also be pointed because you are part of it. So it's for your own benefit. But the only work that demands reward 
is to work the work. Jesus came to work. What work is that? Sowing. If you are not a chaser of souls, anything you are chasing in Christianity, you will meet the wind. What are you chasing? Money. Power. Childbearing. Marital life. Promotion. These are self-consumption. When you have them, you consume it yourself. What about the one, the appetite in heaven? If you cannot satisfy the appetite in heaven, your hunger on earth will be unending. What is the appetite in heaven? Souls. Jesus came for souls and we must chase souls. We go for souls. We pray for souls. We follow souls. We monitor souls. We train souls. We encourage souls. We, we watch over souls to make sure they get established. You have brought a soul to church. Did you write your name to be a member? Yes, and that is the end. You have gone to bear fruit, but your fruit never remain. And it is ground zero. You don't beg in the church to keep your soul for you. You are the farmer. You have gone to the field to cultivate medicine, the harvest. Why do you want somebody to cater for your harvest for you? You might return and your harvest might not be around. The only work that you and I, that heaven rewards, is not tongue speaking. It's not because you are a deacon of the church. It's not because you can preach well. In fact, I don't know whether pastors will be rewarded in heaven because you are a pastor. You say you will. I don't know any scripture that backs that. Maybe there is a scripture, but I have not seen it yet. But because you are a pastor, you will be rewarded. If you are a pastor and you don't chase for souls, you need to win your own souls for yourself for crowns. Else, you will be a pastor. Something will happen, and don't be deceived. Some people say, "If I don't get any crown and I go to heaven, I like it." You don't, you, you don't understand scriptures. And it's okay if I don't go to the lake of fire and I go to uh, uh, heaven's zongo. I like it. By which scripture that says that heaven has a zongo? John fourteen, Jesus, I'm going to prepare a place for you. The place that He said He's going to prepare for us. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions, no zongos. In my father's house, there are what? Many mansions. If it is not so, I wouldn't have told you. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. When I'm done, I'll come and pick you to where I am. And where I am, that is where you too will also be. Where the growth. So that man of God who is preaching that we are not going to heaven. And we are living heaven on earth. What is he doing about John 14? And millions of people in the stadium were nodding and clapping for him. And he was comfortable lead preaching such satanic anti-centric message. I felt bad. This is not how Katrinkuma preached. This is not what Katrin Kuma preached. 
And I'm believing. And I'm praying that God should help him and touch him. Because the devil can also work in such a way that he will be positive by using the giftings, by deception. And after he has amassed the populace, then he begins to fuse in the real agenda. That is what I'm suspecting now. Because now he has gotten the whole attention of America. And people invite him everywhere. Now is the time for the poison to be released. If you have believed me for years, and I'm saying something, and it looks full appealing and attractive. The way he says it, if you are really not inclined with scriptures and you know your Bible, you'll be carried away. Even archbishops from other nations were commenting, this is a mystery that everybody must listen Especially anybody who is not in agreement with you, fighting with you, insulting you, doesn't want to see you. Suddenly, early in the morning, he just jump up and starts smiling with you. <laughs> oh. Suddenly, it's not because he has heard any message. He still wants your attention to break you down. If you don't have the spirit of discerning, you might think that that smile is a welcome back to his friendship. Meanwhile, you are going to his garden to be crucified. And you'll be a meat on his fire. You'll be roasted nicely. God bless you. How many of you are waiting for something? You are waiting for something. Please go back and, 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 and go through this. Stay focused. Don't let anybody distract you. Jesus is still waiting for us to come. You are still not giving up. So if you have not given up, you that is the temple where he lives by the Holy Ghost, don't give up. I want us to pray, Lord, give me the strength to pray. The strength to wait. Grant me the grace to wait. Pray this prayer right now. The strength to wait, the grace to wait. I wanted to hold somebody's hand and pray for the person. Hold somebody's hand, pray for the person. Pray that God give him the grace to wait and the strength to wait. We need it. Pray for somebody right now. Don't hold your hands in three or on two or one one. Those of you are far off, make sure you do that. Hold somebody's hand. The grace to wait. We are rushing too much. We are going ahead of God. The strength to wait, the grace to wait. It takes a special grace to wait. When your expectations are not being met, the possibility to fear off to so many things. Jesus. Pray for the person. May he never, never faint. May he never faint. May he never faint. May he never go down. May he never go down. Tell the Spirit of God, increase his faith or her faith.
Labaro sederebe katosa katakata. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sit down. God bless you for praying. Sit down. Please write, write this. It is not nice to wait. Right? I wanted to write it. I finished. I finished. Though. It's not nice to wait. Waiting is not nice at all. Write it. And write it. You think it's nice to wait? Waiting. It's not nice at all. Number two, waiting is painful. Waiting is not nice at all. And waiting is what? It's very painful. Physically, there's no glory in waiting. When you're waiting, there's no glory about your life. So, there's no glory around your life when you are in the waiting mood. People, body decide to say whatever they like to you. They, you know that he is talking to somebody, but you are the one they are addressing. They can say all sorts of nonsense. If they don't talk, they can show signs and gestures to let you know you are the one they are talking to. That in this Ghana, people have clothes that they have named. When they are going to funerals, parties, churches, and even the, the women here, here, how they are able to put it on their head and some hairstyles. It's a sign of communication. It's a whole book. What again? Katawo deso. Ah? Yem fita. That is the one. They can't. They can't. Tuma. Explanation. Oh my! Yeah, I was such a chitty chitty. We yes. We yes. Chitty That is one that one is positive one. Huh? Any boy? Any other? Any boy either by a country. Hey, I know you are Thomas. Sroni Panejo Samai. Obatan in Nimia Nimabidi. And these are names of clothes that people deliberately put it on. One of them, when you have not given birth, the word is a unso pewodie. Yes. A warrior. And in funerals, when they sang that one, a warrior, and you have not given birth, they dance and come in front of you like this to insult you. So there's no glory in waiting. 
It's not nice to wait at all. In your waiting, you don't look nice. People can say anything. People that you are even you are you are even more important than say nonsense to you. But keep your cool and focus on the one who carry your answer. And I want to tell you the best thing is to wait. The best thing. Whatever you can. The best thing is to do is to wait. Because if you can't wait, it means that you are going for substitute. My young ladies, the best thing to do is to wait on God. If he has not given you any green light, today I was listening to my message on Tuesday. Sorry, I said my message. I was listening to the message that was preached on when, um, Tuesday. And I made, uh, God used me to make a statement. What was the statement? That you are there. Your uncle just called you that I'm coming to take you to America. But that announcement, you close down your prayer. You will never ask God whether it's the will of God. You will not even consult your head pastor. We are not after the will of God. We are after Brutico. Hey, God has answered my prayers. I know that your passport is here at long last. I know that the author has spoken. But are you sure that the author has really spoken? Don't you know that it can also be a roll a call for the devil to separate you, to destroy you? The best thing is to wait. It is painful. It is ugly. It is not nice. It is abuse. There's no glory in it. But God has never been late in anybody's life. Never. I'm an example. So everybody should look onto me as the number one example in the church. You've not waited than some of us have waited. But in our waiting mood, our happiness never ended. We were growing from one level to another level. Until the season and the timings of God got open upon us. Do you know the time that people asked me that I should establish church? I should establish in the year 1999. And I started. Pastor Igor, I started. I started a prayer meeting Fridays in Koforia. Where is Pastor Nicholas? I saw JSS. And he was part of those, those who come to the prayers. Himself, his fa- at that time, his father was not a pastor. His, his, his father and his mother, Virginia's sister, died this girl. That time, her uh, junior brother had not been born. Very young. Even that those days he was young. Now look at his body. He's still young. And when I was transferred after school, every Friday I have to take a car from Formina, come to Kumasi, take a car to Eastern Region, just to go and do all night. 
all my plan is that that is where my prayer camp will be. So while we were praying every honor, they were looking for a forest, some bush be in the Kofurudia mountain for me to establish my prayer camp there. But one day I woke up Friday and I planned going. And the, I just lost interest for going. I I had myself in the room, prayed and prayed them. They didn't talk. I also never moved. At that time, mobile phone was not anywhere. I didn't have mobile phone was not there. It was phone card. Even a phone card. The person you have to arrange with the person to go and stand at the phone booth and pick. And even if the call is not for the person, it, it was it was bizarre. The week I didn't go. The phone card didn't go. Maybe they were meeting. So one day, I went for the all night. That is the fourth month. And I told them, I was meeting today after the all night. I said, I'm, I'm sorry. Our meeting today has really come to an end. That day, crying the world. People were disappointed. And I stopped going there. Because I saw that was not the timing of God. And I waited from that time, 1998, seven years ago. When I started going around, people also put pressure on me. Once I'm anointed, I should start my own church apart from my service of God. They said, we'll be with you. We'll give you a space. We'll give you money. We'll stand behind you a lot. Forget about people promises. The people that they say that I should establish a church. When I was launching the church, when I called them, they didn't come. We'll buy you a car, we'll do you this. And I waited. So look at me as an example. I have waited and I'm still waiting on God. Praise the Lord. I have dropped my forecast for this church. I don't have a car that I'm driving. I'm still waiting on God. And still pushing more money for the advancement of the gospel. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So listen to me. What is not what is it that you are a man of God and that this lesson that you, you, you now you are not driving? If you want to travel, you have to drive your church member's car. Do you know what it is? I'm trying to use this to talk to every one of you. Do you know what it is? One day, together with one of my pastors, a guy came to church. I used his car to go somewhere. When I came, the, the insult. They insulted me. Ah, and they, 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 one of my pastors came to tell me that yes, they are the one who did it. And thank God he, he has just disappeared from the scene. Nobody sack him. He ran away from himself. Are you listening to what I'm saying? If I brought my phone here, uh, last week Friday, I will show you my balance in my bank account in Access Bank. Hmm? The mountain bus. Today, when we call them, I said one bus is cost how much? Five thousand. The one that they asked you that maybe that price is high. The one is how much? Eight thousand. For 
one VIP bus for our mountain experience. Our 31st what night is costing us 73,000 Ghana City. That is the calculated one. This is all the waiting period. I can't watch money sitting down somewhere while the work of God is there not to be attained. Well, there's no preaching that can convince me. And that is my life. And I've done it not from today. Since. And I have proof and evidence. If I have nobody as an evidence, I can use this man who represents me wherever I go. Nicholas. Three years being in teacher training college, collecting student allowance every month. I never bought a bet out of it. God is my witness. Nobody taught me about so winning evangelism. But I just had a passion. Because anytime I said and I check how I've suffered in that forest, and the way I was busily, I was for about one week I will not bath. It was a busy schedule. So my busy schedule is not coming from today. I sleep only two hours. When I was in the village, two hours. I come from Abeso, eh? where I was doing the Pamwanta break. I will land the house by four or five or six. Then I will fill all the barriers in the house. I will finish around nine. Then my, my, my brother's in-law Sister is a village choba cooker, a restaurant, a village restaurant. And I'm the only boy in the house. I have to go and bring the kukunte, eh? the grounded cassava, the dry cassava, the powder. Bring it. And I will sieve it. If I don't finish, I have to go by one o'clock. By three, he will come and wake me up. And I will sieve it after five. And I will fetch water by six, seven, put it up to the farm. And that has been my cyclical to us. One day my mother came and they have given me huge abetia with three okro. No fish. My mother shouted. He called the, 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 my, my he said, My hero, you are spoiling my child. How can you give him such a big food? I didn't allow her to end. I told her, I suffer before I eat. So this thing has been a name in my family right now. When they want to laugh at me, they say, Me brain and That was my statement. I suffered before I eat. Because my mother didn't know that this is the rudiment of ordeal that I go through. But the woman knows that before people can come and buy the suffering, the grinding of pepper, and putting fire together to make sure that, and I have to stay throughout the night to make sure that the soup, the, the palm nut soup, it's well cooked. The Ghana soup is well cooked. All of them will go to sleep and I will put off the fire and make sure that it's intact before the next day. I listen to what I'm saying. So when anytime I sin and I find out how Jesus picked me from, I didn't know light, I didn't I didn't see car light for what? The first time I watched TV, I was shocked. Black and white. I sat down as ah. So when everybody is going to sleep, I went behind the TV to check whether the people were still there. 
remember. So my senior brother, the nine born, came to me, sir. Catch it. I was checking whether the people that came on there, I didn't know it was TV. That came on this, this thing. Whether they are in the back. And asked me, are they still inside? Are they sleeping? You, you know, if a man, a boy is asking this question, it tells you the kind of deep forest he's coming from. Whether people that I saw them speaking on that box is still inside. Now that you have put it off, are they sleeping? What will they do? Is there any light there for them to sleep in? What a sadness. So when Jesus touched me and I went to secondary school and I found out that I just want people also to enjoy what I'm enjoying. From that day, I decided that my pocket is for Jesus. And from that day to now, I've never reserved it from him. So we have really, really waited without enjoying what people are enjoying. One of the fathers, Bishop Mpes' son, when this guy was no, he started ministry. So we need be what? We sent last year, I saw him with a car. When they were talking, the, the guy has stopped going for so we. He has gotten a car. Car. The greater matter. Because of that one, you have stopped chasing after souls. That will make it to heaven. So if you think your waiting is paining you, some of us have have devastated in waiting. We are we are PhD in waiting. We've not gone anywhere. And others too, these also are beyond professorial. So keep on focus. And I never shifted grounds. I never went anywhere to go and seek for any help. I still focus on him because one thing was my vision. That if God doesn't do anything for me, he has nothing to lose, but I have everything to lose. And one thing, a man of God, Reverend, can come uh, 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 yes, can come to 1997 when he came for a revival in our church. He said, you are the one that need God. God doesn't need you. That message dropped inside my heart. I've kept that. It is still a burning, booming message in me. So anytime I'm doing something, I don't expect God to say thank you. I rather need him. So I'll do more so that I can please him. Please wait. Wait, don't rush. Don't behave yourself as if you are an adult. It is demonic spirit that has come into you. Where you have not gotten to, don't behave as if you are dead. The Bible goes against that. Proverbs say that there are people, they behave as if they are rich, but they are not. But there are others, they seem to be poor, but they are fucking loaded. Let people discover you. Don't tell people who you are. And that will give you much more respect and honor. I'm about to say something. Don't get angry with me. There's a woman in Bantua. I normally, sometimes, a woman in once in a while I go. When I go, he's a lady. When I go, I go and sit down on her chair and help her remove onions. She, she sells vegetables. Then we'll be talking, talking. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I'm going. I came to help you. But she doesn't know that I'm a major man of God. I just go and say that I just want to be happy. Right? Because the women, they can talk. Hey! Market people. They can't talk. And this one is insulting this one. So I go in and see that I become happy. As at now, 
She doesn't know that I'm a man of God. The day she will discover, don't think you will even give me a check to sit on it. Because why, why do I go there? Because that is where I, I was also trained as a market boy. So when I sit there and I was helping, I remember when I used to say in the market. So when I'm buying things for them, I don't push them too much because I remember where they are sitting. I've been in that place before. It takes people who don't remember anything to be proud. When you forget your root, you will never show your fruit. Wait. You are rushing too much. It's better to follow God than to lead him. It's better to do what? It's not even better. It's the best to follow God than to what? You cannot lead God. You will just lead yourself to death. Am I talking to somebody? Wait! If what you are praying for has not come to pass, keep on stopping prayer. And I told you, Pastor Che, when you grow with spiritually and you stop doing what you used to do, as long as you are getting closer, you get discouraged and you go home, you stop prayer, you stop fasting, you don't come to church again. Say, when you come back again, you don't continue. Spiritual life is not class. You go back to Gonzalo to start it again. I've seen something right now. Spiritual life is just a, an electrical power. When you have breakages inside, you can't use it. What must you do? You throw it away and you go for fresh one. So please, I beg you in the name of Jesus. It is not nice to wait. It is not nice to wait. It is, there's no growth in it. It is painful. It is hurtful. People who abuse you, they will say a whole sort of things against you. But your answer is not coming from them. Your answer is coming from them. This is cancer. No matter how many years. How many years? Three years. People were saying, you, you are a pastor or something, something nonsense. If I pray for people to get prayer, who can't do it for himself? Insulting Galore. His own family members insulting everywhere. So one day they drop into this church and there was a release. Well, let me tell you how powerful your answer is will determine how long you have to wait. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Life is in stages. Answers are in dimensions. If you give back your Isaac now, he wouldn't survive. The covenant time is. If Jesus came in the days of Israel, <laughs> he would have killed him. Even the prophet that represented God, they, didn't, they were never scared. The people killed him. When Jesus came, look at the Pharisees, what they did to him. Even that time, that it was the timing of God to save. Look at what they did. So your answer will determine how long you have to wait. And the waiting don't kill you. Waiting don't kill me. It prepares you better. Now, Pastor Igwe, when it comes to where people are sleeping for a day, sitting to sleep a day, when 
when I traveled to this man with a place, he saw me sleeping with goats and firewood. He was shocked. He can come and stand at the gate, look at me, but I know what is going on in his heart. But I don't talk. Is this man papa sleeping with goats, firewood, and cooking pot that is saying black one for school feeding? And also roofing sheet, old roofing sheet. Um, I was sleeping on the bench. Why? Because I have had this experience before, long time before I became a pastor. So whatever God is taking you through, He's preparing you for the big atmosphere to come. If you don't humble yourself to go through the process, you will never have value on your life. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to you? From today, wait, okay? Wait, when the thing is not coming, keep on focusing on God until he answers you. If the answer has not come, keep on waiting. Because when you pass the answer of God, then that will be the next person to respond to you. And he will do three, three things for you. He will steal from you, he will kill you, and he will destroy you. I love you all. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.